What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Ram Shooter, and it is Tuesday, which means our dear friend Delana Dixon joins us. Hey, Miss D, are you there? I am. How was your weekend, Mr. Shooter? Lovely, lovely, lovely. I did nothing. I took time. When I said I did nothing, that just goes to show you how my mind is so connected to work. I did a lot of things, but none of them were work-related. So I said I did nothing, but I actually had a lovely weekend of doing really fun things. I didn't look at my phone for my job for even 10 minutes. It was lovely. Oh, that sounds wonderful. I was fighting a little bit of a cold, but I'm I'm feeling much better now, probably because I'm speaking with you. Mm, well, I can see your new wig, and that makes me feel better, too. It looks fabulous, Miss D. Let's jump into the show. What time is it, my friends? It's it is tea, tea time. time. Big story at the top of the show. So Meghan Markle made the Queen a big promise the first time they met, the very first time. So the early days of integrating Meghan into the royal family, surprisingly now, because of after everything we've gone through, they originally went really, really well. So Meghan first met the late monarch, Queen Elizabeth, face to face in a real sort of impromptu meeting that only lasted about 20 minutes. They didn't realise the Queen was coming over. Meghan has talked about this, but it turns out the Queen was a huge huge fan of Meghan's from the start. According to a new book from a royal insider, Giles Branrith, he's, he's done a lot of royal books. He's a really great royal expert. He said the Queen actually offered Meghan the option to continue working as an actress, even after she officially joined the family. But Meghan 
turned it down, saying that she wanted to put the needs of the Commonwealth first. So the Commonwealth mm. is basically the old empire, all the countries that are still associated with Britain. It's complicated because that empire is not a good thing. They did some awful things around the world that now we can talk about, but they changed it to the Commonwealth. And part of Meghan and Harry's roles in the royal family were to be ambassadors for the Commonwealth. When Meghan got married, she had flowers embroidered into her veil, and they all flowers from countries in the Commonwealth. So she really wanted to be part of this. Ultimately, it didn't work out. We know that story. But I thought this was so amazing. A new book said that the Queen adored Meghan in the beginning and even said to Meghan, you know what? If you want to continue acting, that's your profession. It's fine with me. What do you think? I mean, every time I think of the Queen, she just is the coolest woman. I know she's no longer with us, but she was so incredibly cool. And I think when you meet someone for the first time, you genuinely want to make a connection, especially if your grandmother-in-law is going to be the Queen of England. So I'm sure (laughs) Meghan went in there genuinely to say, hey, I think you're cool. I'm a nice person. Let's get along. And I feel that If we had just all listened to the Queen, maybe if she had spoken up a little bit more about this, instead of the media being able to take control. Mm. And if you think about it, Harry and Meghan have never said anything bad about his grandmother. We've never heard him say, oh, Granny was doing this or that. It's always been other family members that he's pointed to. Yeah, if she had come out and said, leave them alone. They're happy. Let them be. All you papers, stop saying nasty things and let this couple be. Maybe they'd still be a part of the family. Maybe they could, although we should point out the Queen was the one that rejected their proposal. So when they Mm. went to the Queen and to Charles and William with this part-time royal sort of scenario, it was the Queen that said, oh, no, 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 absolutely none of that. It would be amazing, wouldn't it? Really interesting. Had the Queen lived, had, had she still been around today... What would have she made of all this? She obviously saw that it was coming to an end. They stepped Mm. down on her watch. She's the one that took away the HRH title. So it was her. You can't put that onto Charles or, or William. It's easy when people go for us to turn them into saints. And I think the Queen would be tough about this. So She certainly wouldn't like what's going on. And remember, when Princess Diana, his mother and his father, Prince Charles, when they started doing interviews and started to speak up, that's when she said, you two need to get divorced. She was dragging her feet about those two really getting divorced until Diana did that infamous interview. And then after that, the Queen was like, it is over. So mm. the Queen was pretty pretty tough here, but on first, first impressions, the first meeting, I think everything went really well. And I love to remember this stuff because the book is so negative and I get it, Harry's telling his story. Because the book is full of so much drama, we forget for a while there, things were just... Great. We want to know what you think about this, which brings us to our poll question of the day. Meghan turned down the Queen's offer for her to continue acting and put the needs of the Commonwealth first. Cheeky question. Do you think Meghan played the Queen? That's the question of the day. It's a cheeky one. I get it. I get it. It is cheeky. cheeky. Hey, go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nicer on our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey, Misty, what are you working on 
Well, Alec Baldwin is getting slammed for sharing a picture of his wife and son, and people are saying it's kind of bizarrely sexual. So, yeah, and this is kind of his first post since it was announced that he's actually going to be charged with involuntary manslaughter back on his movie that he did last year, and、um, one of the cinematographer people who who died on the set. So he posted a picture of him and his son, and he basically his、uh, his son is holding his mother's shoulder. And kind of giving her a little bit of a rub, and Alec wrote that the young boy was pulling the old "let me give you a back rub" ploy.、Mm. So then, of course, Alec had to go in. He amended his caption and he tried to explain what he meant. He's just like, "Oh, I mean, the kid's just trying to get some potato chips, <laughs> <laughs> potato chips to follow." And then he had to go in and he he noted that I adjusted the text because I guess you know. There's so much of that Reddit trash out there,、mm. but people had some really interesting things to say. Somebody、mm. said, "Does anyone else think this is creepy?" With the caption, "Creepy AF," I should point out、mm-hmm. with the caption. Pick a sweet caption makes it weird, and someone else said, "Sexualizing children is always weird, but your own children? Yikes!、Mm. I mean, do you think that's what he was thinking? I don't think this is what Alec was thinking. I don't think he was thinking, thinking that, and I wasn't、no. thinking it either. I saw the photograph. I was more interested in the fact that he is speaking out. This is the first time he's posted or said anything since the charges were were made against him. Since he was officially charged for involuntary manslaughter, and I get that. Putting your family out there is maybe a way to distract, or maybe a way to change the subject. It just doesn't feel right at the moment. With Hilaria doing these press conferences outside the building, and now with the children in photographs, they just can't step away from the attention. It feels like to me, like it's just like. Shut up! Like I want to tell her, him. The kids have have nothing to do with this. But I feel like they're being used a little bit, like props, and it's just not a good look on anybody. And in the long run, it's not going to serve Dad well. He should be meeting with his lawyers and just stay off social media. He's so so polarizing, and now even more so. I think it's not fair for the kids either. I think he's going to regret this.、Uh, my advice would be stay off. Hey, moving along, Michael J. Fox is revealing that he actually became an alcoholic to hide his Parkinson's diagnosis, saying there was no way out. There's a new documentary. It's meant to be amazing. This is going to win awards, and Michael J.、Mm-hmm. Fox opens up about Parkinson's disease in a way that he never. Ever has done before. He talked about popping pills like they were Smarties, which is a candy, like a Halloween candy. So he popped pills, and then he said he became an alcoholic,、mm. an alcoholic, and he said he did it because he just wanted. To escape, I was quote a, a definite alcoholic, but now I've gone thirty years without a drink. He credits his wife and his four kids for helping inspire him get sober again. He said he did it for the therapeutic value, which was basically comfort. So it has no other values but alcohol and the pills. He did it for comfort. Then he added, "quote There was one other reason to hide." It's really, really raw, Misty. Really, really telling. 
you got to see this documentary. Yeah, I think we've been waiting for so long for him to talk about dealing with this disease. He's so beloved. And the fact that he's sharing this most kind of raw part of his experience of trying to hide it, holding things so you wouldn't see him shaking and drinking just so that he could numb the pain. By opening up, he's allowing people to know how this disease can affect you and saying, look, there's better ways to deal with it. So yeah, this is going to be so incredibly powerful, so so incredibly moving and just incredible. It's a, it really is. Hey, moving along, what's going on with the never-ending uh, TJ Holmes and Amy Roback mess? We can officially say no on the Naughty But I show. It's a mess. It's a mess. And it's not making the employees at Good Morning mm. America happy at all. So Kim Goodwin, she's the ABC News head honcho. She's kind of like really just making her staff really irritable, upset, uh, according to insiders. So Page Six is reporting that they're losing their patience as they as they wait to find out what is going to happen with TJ and Amy. Are they coming back? Are they fired? What is the deal? And it's in good one. Kim, she gave kind of an update back in December. And she said that uh, Amy and TJ's futures would only be determined after the probe Ah. has been concluded. But Hmm. it's been going on for two months. And it's really affecting morale because the people still have to put a show together while pictures out there. And they have to pretend and come into work and be like, everything's fine. So they just want it to be over and done with. What are you? What are you hearing, Rob? I I'm know you got good in the stories. Next couple of days, is it weeks, days that they're going to make a, a decision about this. They're really juggling. I think, honestly, they think his behaviour, particularly with other women in the office, it's the it's the second, third, fourth stories that came out. Him dating Amy, they were okay about it. In fact, they let them continue with the show for a couple of days, and then they pulled him when other stories about. TJ and interns, younger members of staff came forward. They haven't made up their mind yet what to do. We know that TJ and Amy have both hired lawyers, so they're going to be fighting back, whatever this decision is. But we're going to find out really soon. Hey, quickly, before we get a break, Prince Andrew reportedly wants Virginia Guffrey uh, Mm. to retract her assault allegations. So Andrew has contacted his lawyers, hoping they can get Virginia to retract the allegations that he sexually assaulted her when she was a minor being sexually trafficked by Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. He wants to get an apology, and it appears as if this is inspired by Virginia dropping a lawsuit against Alan Dershowitz, admitting that she made a mistake in identifying identifying him as one of her past abusers. So it seems here as if Andrew is grasping at straws. Because she made a mistake with Mr. Dershowitz, Andrew now wants her to say the same with him. But I don't think that is going to happen here. King Charles is reportedly not going to stop Andrew pursuing any legal action. And ultimately what this comes down to, Andrew misses his old life. He wants that old life back. And the only way, if there even is a way for that to happen, is if Virginia retracts her allegations that he's already paid her off for. There was no trial because this was settled. So we know it was a financial settlement. He's saying now to insiders that he never really wanted to settle and always insisted that he was innocent. And now he wants to see what legal routes 
might be available to him. Andrew, I think it's time, like Alec Baldwin, to shut up. Mm-hmm. I don't see you ever coming back from this. I think you should just shut up and live out the rest of your, your days in the castle. What do you think, Mr. Yeah, this is such a, a sensitive issue because we certainly do not want to not believe the words of a woman who says mm. that she was sexually trafficked or assaulted. Um, and I think Prince Andrew wanting his life back the way it was, no matter what he does, whether... <laughs> No matter what's said, what what happens, I do not think he will ever get back the life because people will always think, mm-hmm. well, what exactly did happen? And it's just going to cloud things. So you're probably best find a little quiet life that you can enjoy. You're still a royal. Um, I'm sure you still have enough money to live in the lap of luxury and, and just let that part of your life be over. It's yeah. entitled. I, I don't know how this one is going to play out, but I think that this is a terrible mistake and it's going to bring a lot of shame, a lot of embarrassment to the family. It's This is this is not... The whole reason he settled this, he's saying he didn't want to settle, but the whole reason he settled it was to shut everybody up, just to, to shut this down and it felt like that was done and I don't think it was ever going to heal but there was a bandage over this deep wound within the family Andrew's gone and ripped that bandage back off not not good hey we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show I'm Rob Shooter with our dear friend Misty hey Misty let's get to the polls dun 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 dun, dun. Thank you very much. Yesterday we talked about Boston-born Hillary or Hilaria Baldwin slammed <laughs> for using a fake Spanish accent when she was talking to reporters. Do you think she speaks like this in private when she's alone at home? Does she actually speak like this? Let's have a look. 85% said no way. You think it is fake, fake, fake. I think I agree with you. A couple of weeks ago, about three, four weeks ago, I was in a restaurant sitting at a table next to Alec and Alaria, and I was deliberately like leaning over to hear if she had an accent. But get this, they weren't talking. They just sat in <laughs> silence, Misty. It was a fancy Italian restaurant. A friend of mine took me for dinner there. And the minute I walked in, I couldn't focus on the food. You know what I'm like. All <laughs> the way. I couldn't focus. I just kept looking at Alec and Alaria. And they had one of their children with them. Only one. I was like, where are the other six? Five, six? <laughs> and they didn't speak. They sat in silence. So we will never know. But I agree with the majority. And don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for a very naughty, nicest of the day. It is the nicest, naughtiest, nicest that I've seen Ah. in a while. So our nicest of the day is actually Tori Spelling. And the reason why is because she spent $400 on OnlyFans in two days to check out the channel, the outlet of her friend, Denise Richards. So basically, Tori is revealing that she set up a fake account because she wanted to like see what her friend was doing. And she's kind of fascinated by the whole OnlyFans lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what does it entail? What happens? So she looked at it and she realized that you could only get to the good content if, if you, you were subscribed. <laughs> so she basically went on and she was on for two days. Oh, she God. gave a $400 tip to Denise and said, she looks good. <laughs> Making the money. I mean, I think it's the nicest of the day. We should confess, Misty. We're not going to use names, but somebody that we worked with went on to star in an adult movie. Now, we didn't mm. pay to see it because you could see it online for free. 
But I definitely Googled it and I took some screen grabs of really explicit stuff and I sent them to Mm. you, Mr. It's the guy we know. It was a little bit of a clutch my pearls moment (laughs) in every sense of the word. So So, I don't think I want to see my friends naked or on these sites. But if I heard you were naked on one of these sites, Mr. I don't know, maybe I'd pay two. Maybe not four. Maybe I'd pay four. I don't know. We're all curious how nice You'll never find my OnlyFans account. Naughty, naughty, naughty. (laughs) So Prince Harry said that the palace would undermine his book. But that doesn't seem to have happened. Let me explain. So ahead of the release of Spare, Harry said, yes, of course the royal family was going to do everything they could to undermine his project. He said, quote, after 38 years, they have told their side of the story. This is the other side of the story. And there's a lot there that perhaps will make some people feel uncomfortable and scared. But we should point out, so far, the royal family has made absolutely no statement. They've not refuted anything. They've not denied anything. They've not explained anything. A royal insider tells me that the dignified silence is the path they're going to follow. The palace is actually reluctant to engage in any level of conversation because it fuels the narrative that Harry has made. So when somebody says something bad about you, really bad about you, what do you do? Do you ignore them? Do you fight back? The palace has chose here to ignore them. Hey, let's end with a moment of Rob. You're going to rub, you're going to rub, you're going to rub, you're going to rub. So uh, over the weekends, I've been doing these really short podcasts, Misty, just 15, 10 minutes, really bringing some of the highlights from my book, The Forward Answer to mm-hmm. Life. And they're doing really well, like shockingly, shockingly well, maybe even better than the celebrity stuff we did. So over the weekend, we talked about jealousy and I want to pull out some of the highlights. Envy and jealousy are indicators that you still haven't really accepted yourself. Jealousy isn't about someone else. It's about you. It's about all those dreams that are deep down inside you that have never been realized. In fact, jealousy is a cry for attention from passions that want to be fulfilled. Stop thinking about jealousy as a bad thing. Instead, see jealousy as a lighthouse that's going to point you in the direction of what makes you happy. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Naughty But Nice with Rob and Misty Show, a production of yes. iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. And remember, all together now, if you're going, if you're going to, to be, be naughty, you've got, you got, got to be nice. nice. Take care, everybody. <laughs> Good care. Bye-bye. It's Naughty But Nice with Rob. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. 
Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.